0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
1: Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. Let's roll.
3: This is SportsRage. I am Gable Marazzi. It affects the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston and everybody else in between the week and Wednesday has a begun. You know how we do it on a Wicked Wednesday. The Ranger Camp Stewart will step up, and then Ian Cameron, AK Babano, will join us. Uh, we're going to find out what's in Cam's bag, what Babano's golf guy has. I've got a bunch of golf props uh, for everybody, a bunch of top 20s, a couple of winners. John Gassaway joins us from ESPN.com. We talk March Madness, bracketology, college basketball, North Carolina Tar Heels, trying to avoid becoming the first preseason number one ranked team to miss the NCAA tournament. They get it done tonight. They win a the basketball game, but Notre Dame cover the number. I thought and I said on Game Time Decisions tonight that North Carolina would win by three points. They won by four, but it was lower scoring than I thought it was going to be. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's better just to play one side. Like, you know, side in total is hard to sweep the board, right? There was a lot of instances tonight where I, I won the side, and uh, I lost the total, or I won the total, and I lost the side. <laughs> so, and speaking of which, we've got a little bit of both right now. Sheriff Lobo, New Mexico Lobos are leading Boise State fifty to forty-nine. We need Boise State to win this basketball game, and I'm on the over in game one forty-eight and a half. It's currently fifty-one fifty suddenly for Boise State and the in-game total is 151 and a half so in other words we have a lot of money on a college basketball game It could go either way right now. Alabama in the national spotlight obviously for the wrong reasons uh right now. Um they were laying a ton of points uh, tonight. They end up winning the basketball game. They didn't cover the number. It went to overtime. Right? They won by like two points. You know, it was a, it was one of those spots for for Alabama that it's you know when their coach is basically nationally apologizing and everybody in college basketball and mainstream news outlets are starting to pick the story up now and wondering how it is that Alabama have done absolutely nothing, <laughs> like basically nothing. Man, I remember, uh, what was the guy's name, Mitch McGarry? Who was the kid on Michigan? I remember, dude, he got suspended for like six months for smoking weed. You imagine... Like, you know, like, if you think about, like, what some of the things that people in the NCAA get suspended for, you know, a couple of hundred bucks here, you know, free rent there, right? You know what I mean? Like, all the violations. Oh, you got a free piece of pizza. Oh, you know, you can't accept this. Yet, you got a kid that handed the gun off to someone that shot someone moments later. Miller's Miller's, um, lawyers released, like, a statement trying to clarify things. They didn't clarify things. They made it worse, in my opinion. But whatever, man. Like I said, I'm not the district attorney in Tuscaloosa. I can promise you they've arrested other people for for less. I'll tell you that. And I also promise you that if the kid wasn't going to be a top five, top ten pick in the NBA draft, then he would have already been off the team. But that's not how Nate Oates operates. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rich. I am Gable Marenzi. The Pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. We've got a lot of stuff to unpack. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, including the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. SoCal in the house. John Gassaway will join us from ESPN.com. We'll talk college basketball. March of Madness rapidly approaching less than three weeks away from Selection Sunday. These games are starting to count, and they counted tonight. Uh, for the North Carolina Tar Heels. We all know the North Carolina Tar Heels are on the bubble uh, right now. Um, If you don't know, no team that was ever ranked number one in the preseason before, like North Carolina were, have ever missed the NCAA tournament now we could argue whether North Carolina should have been a number one ranked team coming into the year and evidently they shouldn't have been they weren't really a great team last year they got hot in the tournament they went to the final and then they were ranked number one they did beat Notre Dame tonight but a Notre Dame Fighting Irish get the cover this evening in an extremely close basketball game that um, you know was basically undecided in the final moments uh, the Kentucky Wildcats. It was a roller coaster of a basketball game. But don't look now, but the Kentucky Wildcats keep on winning games. And Oscar Toshiwe is absolutely on fire. Dropped 25 points, 12 of 13 shooting tonight. Uh, his 92, um, 92 uh, percentage um, shooting tonight, his field goal percentage, it's, uh, 92%, the highest by a Kentucky player. In a twenty five point game over the last twenty five seasons. As the Kentucky's starting to dial it up a little bit right now. we got a ton of stuff to break down from the Big East. We'll get into the National Football League. Uh, John Gassaway joins us from ESPN.com. We will talk uh, college basketball, bracketology, and everything else uh, in between. Miller plays tonight uh, for Alabama. Alabama got taken to the brink, 78-76. They win the basketball game in overtime. 78-76 was The final score, UConn beat up on Providence uh, this evening. We've got a lot of stuff to break down as the NBA is back tomorrow as far as the National Football League uh, is concerned. Countdown to the Combine is on right now. And countdown to the National Football League draft continues. What's in Camp Stewart's bag? Babano. John Gassaway. Full house. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. It's the Wicked Wednesday. This is Sports Ridge. I am Gabe O'Marazzi. The Pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between, including Sooner Lisa, Norman, Oklahoma. What's up, Lisa? Lisa's in the house. Cam Stewart will be with us in a couple of minutes. we got Ian Cameron ready to throw it down, a.k.a. Babano, John Gassaway, who's a super smart guy uh, from ESPN.com. We'll talk uh, college basketball, bracketology, and uh, everything else. Although all this bracketology stuff is starting to upset me a little bit, to be honest. There's been too much of a nerdification of sports over the last couple of years. Let's just call it out for what it is, right? And sports, you know, it used to just sort of be, you know, the, the quote, you know, the dumb jock, right? And sports was like kind of primitive, and now sports, and, you know, I blame uh, I blame that dude, for, you know, the the Billy uh, Billy Bean, that, that, that money ball and stuff that never won anything, right? Like, it brought in all these geeks, essentially, that never played sports, don't know sports, and, like, the analytics, the numbers, dude. Smart, some of them are smart, right? Some of them are just losers. But, like, you know, some of them are smart. I'm talking about, you know, smart analytics guys, Dick Drew and, like... Right? Like, so the, there's so much numbers in sport now. Like, the the math guy sort of mathetized it. But now, instead of people saying, you know what? That was a good win by this team. That was a nice comeback. Now it's, well, well you know what? Ken Palm has them 17. And, you know, Ken Palm says they're 12th and they're really, you know, 23rd. And I don't give a crap what Ken Palm says. Like, Ken, is Ken Palm on the floor? Right? Is, is Ken Palm on the floor? And, you know, like, last night's a good example. Illinois Illinois won a game last night. They, they won by nine points. Uh, I guess they were favored by 14. They won by nine against Minnesota. They fell five spots in the net rankings last night. But if they ran the score up and they dunked late and they started hitting shots late, even though they were up by 12 points with a minute left, they're jerks. But, oh, they only won by nine. You know, like, seriously, that's what baseball is for if i wanted like you know net rankings and sagarin and Kenpom this and freaking quad quad what quadrant like suck my quadrant how's that suck my quad all right i'm gonna get a t-shirt made suck my quad you know how many quadrant one victories did i have shut the hell up let the kids play the damn games and we'll figure it out these people have been talking about net ones and quadrant this and uh, wars and then you know, all this all oh, the rankings and this and that. You're a bunch of computer nerds. Stop ruining sports. We don't want you. You've already ruined baseball. You took the game over. Played baseball for 146 years. No rule changes. You bunch of analytic little nerd jock came in. Let's get a pitch clock. Yeah, look at the lunch angle. Wow, this guy's not really good. He's better. Look at his war ranking. Your stupid money ball. And now now you're doing the same crap with basketball. Suck my quad. Screw your net ranking. Let's bring in Cam Stewart right now. What's up, Cam?
6: Hey, hey, Ritzy. I actually I, I I love what you're saying right now. By the way, people, if you haven't really watched the movie Moneyball, it's it's real great when you watch the movie as they pick up David Justice and Hatterberg and then really near the end of the movie you go, Wow, you know what? Mark Mulder, Barry Zito, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're the best pitching staff almost in the history of baseball. Of course you're going to win some games. That's the best, right, Bretzy? Oh, it's Moneyball. How's our pitchers doing with Zito, Mulder, and Hudson? Pretty damn good if you ask me.
3: Shit, make a movie about the guy that put the Tampa Bay race together. They've
6: actually jumped yeah, exactly. like, <laughs> like, you know, I happened? agree with you. I, I, <laughs> that's the whole thing about Moneyball. I'm like, dude, do you, you fail to mention that the Oakland A's had three of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball? Like, dominant pitchers. Anyway, just saying. I agree 100% with what you said. Excellent point. Great night, morenzi in the basketball late night. I think you might have ran the table. I went like 5-1. and one. I got DePaul wrong, and they lost by one point, and that's a hard bet with me and the Blue Demons. Good work.
3: I told you on the TV show, you're betting DePaul because you want to bet on DePaul. <laughs>
6: yeah, yeah, I don't know. No. There's no... Reese, there's nothing good about betting to Paul. It's like, yeah, that's the thing. Lesson out there, guys. Don't bet teams that you like, hey. even if you liked them in childhood. <laughs> Which, I do it so I do it. I'm like, a, such an idiot. I guess like, I'll i do really? it like <laughs> – I'll do, We oh. all do it.
3: Like, I don't know, at yeah, least we You see do what I admit it? I'll do yeah. it. Like, I'll be like, yeah, you know what? it's not a soft spot in my heart for the Carolina Panthers. I'll take the Panthers today. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's too. But It's like yep. you know, I've always kind of liked this team. I, you know, I'm I'm kind of pulling for them today. So it's like me and UAB,
6: <laughs> Charlotte. Like there's certain teams that are remember. Yeah, college, of the you got to stay away yeah.
3: because otherwise, yeah. see, you you're going to end up like your buddy that only bets on Citadel games all the time.
6: Yeah, and uh, he's not doing He's got a thing for the Citadel. No, they don't cover. (laughs) He used to be really good. They're they're good when they're getting 42 and a half, but uh, times have changed.
3: (laughs) The question is um, whether we go hard at Coach James Young, who joins us on game time decisions. St. John's rolled Georgetown tonight.
6: <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, and by the way, Notre Dame covered too. He thought it was a big spot for North Carolina. Only hey, this is the way we deal with young. If he comes out hot and blazing and whatever, it's it's a simple concept. Bragging, well, it's a tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah brings exactly. Up to say, what yeah, about yeah, Georgetown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about yeah. North Carolina? If he's cool, we'll just we'll let it slide and just pick games. But yeah, I'm with you.
3: I didn't give him any time to brag today about the Michigan State game. He came on, no, it was was like, let's get right down to business. You're right. Like, we we had no that Another time. guest? It was like no rapid time. fire right off
6: yeah, the top. So he barely had time, time to get ball in. Yeah, it was just like yeah. in and out. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs>
6: All right, so uh, I got to tell
3: you though, Cam, there's always a freaking parlay buster, isn't there? And tonight? Yeah.
6: The Dallas, Dallas Stars. Like, seriously? No, in hockey she, parlays like that. The Blackhawks are
3: hot and ruining people's lives recently.
6: Yeah, I thought it was just the Leafs and then I remember I was out watching that game. Uh Vegas last night. Yeah, I know, yeah. I had some friends in town from uh up north, uh Moretzi. I met my son like people I used to live with in Yellowknife. They were in town for a while. We went out and we went to a sports bar, we watched the Blackhawks game and I watched it. Blackhawks actually played Toronto well. Like I don't know what it is. We gotta remember this. At the end of the year, teams with uh, nothing to play for, a lot of the time house money, like Columbus has been playing a lot better. All these, like, loser teams, this is the time to get on them. Like, there's no guarantee that uh, these teams are just going to win because they need a win. It doesn't happen like that.
3: Yeah, but they're just screwing up their Connor Bedard chances.
6: That's true. But that's uh, true. But but as you say, Morency they don't care the about guys care. playing. No. Yes, they they care about them. They care about their buddy on the team, whatever. They care about their next contract, their next gig. So they couldn't care about Connor Bedard. They care about their money.
3: I think they would be happy to have Connor Bedard on the team, but they have to put stats up exactly. Otherwise exactly. Otherwise, they won't get paid. Right? So yep. That's mm-hmm. the way. And plus, Patrick Kane right now, there wasn't like this massive trade market for him. Right, it's not that, you know, a good team wouldn't want to add him, but... He's good, though. His last couple of weeks leading into this trade deadline is really, like, he's he's trying to, like, he's sending a message to everybody. Look, I'm still good, right? He Don't is. forget me, I'm still good. I didn't think the Toronto Maple Leafs, he put it out there, Report there were reports that the two teams that he told the Blackhawks to try to trade him to were the uh, New York Rangers or... The Toronto Maple Leafs, interesting. Two East Coast, big city markets, and two teams that are contenders to make it to the Stanley Cup. But my guess is, Cam, I'm going to roll the dice on this, and everybody else seems to always end up there. I'm going to say he ends up on the Vegas Knights.
6: Yeah, I Vegas makes a lot of sense. Uh, I was thinking about another team. Imagine this guy ends up in like Carolina or one of those teams. That could be absolutely lethal. Well, he's be a good defenseman, though.
3: It's not going to be a bad team that goes for Patrick. Okay? You know what I mean? He's going to join one of the good teams. The question is who? There's all kinds of rumors right now as far as where he can end up. This is Sports Rage. Bring it.
4: Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
0: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat
2: cataracts.
6: This lady says I'm an artist. You? An artist? Your husband's work is what we call outsider art. It could be by a mental
0: patient or a hillbilly or a chimpanzee.
3: The Wicked Wednesday. This is Sports Ridge. I am David Maranci. The players, the, players, the hustlers, the people, the bustling and everybody else in between. We're kicking it. Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. John Gassaway will join us a little bit later on from ESPN.com. We got the Rage Red Cam Stewart in the house uh, right now. Ian Cameron will creep in in a couple of moments. A lot of stuff to get to. I'm going to get to. Um, I'm going to get to the uh, Miracle on Ice a little bit uh, later on, as it is the anniversary on this day, 1980, the United States had beat the Soviet Union. Which had won the previous four gold medals in a row. And so, in other words, they hadn't lost in 16 years. And the United States, of course, uh, upset them, in which to this day, I was thinking about it right now, just like when I, you know, right before the show, I was like, you know, nothing's ever topped that. The only things that come close, like for me personally, and I've seen them all live. I saw the Miracle on Ice live. I wasn't at the game, but I was watching it live. Even though it was on tape delay, it was on CBC Live in 1980. Um, Buster Douglas beating Mike Tyson. That was like, like you know, like, what What do you like? Uh, this is unbelievable. Like one of those moments. And for the record, Buster Douglas was a uh, 42 to 1. Mike Tyson was a 40 to 1 favorite in that fight. Don't let anybody tell you they bet it, though. Nobody had odds for it. The, 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 it was such... The, the odds were so big, it was one of those games where it was, like, no money line, right? It was like, well, he's fighting this Buster Douglas dude at, like, 3 in the morning in Japan, and it's, like, 40 to 1. The Mirage was, like, the only... You know, it was, like, in Vegas... Like, um, this was so long ago, it wasn't like nowadays, guys, where there was apps and sports books everywhere, so, it like, it was bookies in those days. I remember I tried, trust me... <laughs> I swear to God, I remember I was like, man, Mike Tyson's fighting tonight and I call my guy and he told me he goes, bro, he goes, Tyson's like hundred to one or something he goes, there's no odds, no and he hung up on me, and then Buster Douglas won I was like, I can't believe I didn't have money on this and, uh, and, and, and App State beating Michigan was pretty big at the time, that was annoying but the raging redhead Cam Stewart with us you know what the biggest upset in football history is Cam, it would surprise you nope, nope
6: Howard beating UNLV. Wow. Yes, yes. And by the way, that, that fight that you were talking about, they I remember it was... Been, it, it shouldn't have been. That fight was actually even hard to find on pay-per-view. I remember my buddy at a party that night. We heard it on the radio. Like, we were listening, like, somebody picked up. It was, like, I don't understand how he they, they had a feed. His dad was an air traffic controller. Like, I don't even remember watching Tyson Buster Douglas. Like, you're right. And if everyone tells you they bet on it, they're an absolute liar. Because I remember thinking about the exact same thing. I was at a party listened to it going, wow, I can't believe I think, Tyson lost.
3: I think because of the weird time zone, it threw it off. Because they used to be closed circuit in those days. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. pay-per-view. They used to have, they would go to the local arena. And they would have it on TV in the arena. But um, it was in the it was in the nighttime. It was like one in the morning, two in the morning, whatever, because it was in Japan. And like I said, he was such a big favorite. No one ever really heard of Buster Douglas. Right? Buster Douglas was like literally like uh, it was like a Rocky movie. Know, what was it? Is his mother died or his father died? I don't know. Somebody somebody close to him died like two weeks before the fight no one believed in him (laughs) and somehow he knocked Tyson out and it was there Tyson uh Buster Douglas actually cashed in pretty pretty large after that and then he became real large he became like 300 pounds and stuff big time yes he's a big boy one of the biggest that that was big I'm gonna go over to big upsets later so all right Cam what are your golf picks what do you got for us
6: Well Gabe I'm really glad that you're dipping in this week and that's the one thing with the NBA taking their extended holiday uh, I think a lot more people are going to be dipping into golf and it's a great sport to bet on as I tell people you can do round leaders and everything else and last week we did pretty good Gabe I got really lucky with the top 20s and you know we're going to go through all the stuff and I loved your picks on the show tonight and we have a couple of the same guys so I'm going to start off uh guys to win I really wanted to take like 15 guys this week as we talked about but um I'm gonna start things off with Adam Svenson, the Canadian I know he's a popular pick this week but if he wins and I don't get a piece of him when I've had him before I'll get to get disappointed at 30 to 1 Chris Kirk had an odd boost to 33 so I had to jump on it he plays really well at this event and you know what you got to be Gabe at the Honda slow and steady fairways and greens low ball flight, don't do anything stupid don't hit crazy high shots trying to cut fairways over and whatever like you're done, there's water 15 holes, this tournament is a great tournament to bet live too because I'm telling you, 5 8 shot leads I've seen disappear Padraig Harrington was a veteran and won this tournament in a playoff uh, before, so yeah, old guys can win it anybody can win this tournament so then we're going to go with, after that, Thomas Dietry, we talked about Europeans' success on the show, Dietry's been on the PGA Tour for a while at 45. I love that pick. Another one, the Polish hammer, Adrian Moronk at 50. Now we're going with Hayden Buckley. I know you liked him. I'm going to sprinkle him top 20, top 40 win. He's one of my favorites, 55 to 1. And Benny on hasn't been uh, in the mix at all. I found him at 65. He's been bet down to 55, 60 in some places because nobody knows, but he has a really good track record here and nobody really talks about him because he's just kind of a guy that's, you know, mid tier here that you know he's no Justin Thomas or anything but he plays hard course as well top 20 we're going to go with Shane Lowry I'm not sure if Lowry's going to win I can't, I can't bet him at that price but hopefully we're in a good situation a hedge situation where we can get on him we talked about Matt Kuchar plus 140 I think he has a chance to win I'll take him at plus 140 Chris Kirk plus 160 as we mentioned Taylor Pendrith you have him the Canadian plus 170 I found a flaw on FanDuel I probably shouldn't say this on the air Gabe um, they made a mistake stake on one of their uh, things. They have Adam Svensson at plus 210 when he should be literally and he has better odds than these other guys. He should be like plus 140, but he's at plus 210 for some reason. I don't know well, if it's that's Tyron. Probably a flaw. We talked about no, but, it the other
3: day. when I yeah, said
6: I said yes. basically, look,
3: Svensson is like 29 to 1 and Pendrith is Pendrith is like 34 to 1 to win. Yet for whatever reason, Pendrith is like plus 170 to be top 20 and and Svensson's like plus 210, as you stated. Yeah, I know.
6: It's really weird. I know they do that once in a while, but that's the guy they did it for. I guess the books have to make some kind of move, and that's the guy they're betting against. Whatever. I'm taking him at plus 210. If he if they beat us, they beat us. Uh, Moronk plus 195. Dietrich plus 195. And Hayden Buckley plus 245. I'll have some top 40 plays with Will the Commissioner Gordon, Ben on, and Moronk. And maybe Mateus Schwab is a guy I might add a little bit later. Here's first-round leaders, guys. This is always fun. Got to play. You should see Carver's List, Gabe. He texts me at night when the kids go to bed with 20 guys at like 100 to 1, like Smotherman and stuff. Like, I tell you, this guy's got a golf problem right now. Mine's not so bad. It's only 5. Chris Kirk, 40. Wise Potato Chips, Aaron Wise, 40. Johnny Vegas, 50. Will Gordon, 55. And tight pants, Eric Von Roen. 80 to 1 first round leaders. That's what I got for you right now. Might add a couple matchups, but all the guys that I liked are matched up against each other. They did a very good job this week. So that's what I like at the Honda Classic.
3: Well, that's quite a handful uh right there that uh, Cam Stewart has just uh giving us. Uh let's bring Babano in. Babano, are you with us? Are you ready to go?
5: I'm ready to go, yeah. It's Honda Classic, Riviera.
6: Yeah, you jump no, on no, the, no, uh, no, 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 no. GPC National.
5: Oh, we're yeah, rib- on golf course, okay.
6: Riviera was last week, Babano. Riviera is uh, Los Angeles, yeah. Babano. Yeah, we're we're heading east coast. We're heading we're heading east, buddy.
5: <laughs> we're in Florida now. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, 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 yeah. No,
6: I trust me. I get it too. Golf makes your head spin. Yep. <laughs> All right,
3: um, Babano, with us. All right, wake up, Babano. Let's go. Um, what do you <laughs> got power, for us?
6: Babado, power nap. Uh, that
3: was one of his weakest <laughs> entrances. Yeah, he's got a I'm lot more. out with
5: yeah, Genesis and the Riviera right. and stuff. Yeah, he was great. That's right. We're, I've got Genesis on the, we had fun doing the karaoke last week, so that's probably yes, why it I'm is. stuck in last week's mode, because we enjoyed that. Uh, Reminisce well, of the minute. best songs from them.
3: Just a minute, you don't actually watch golf, and you're giving us your golf guy's pick, so you don't really know her. <laughs> he, he, I think he does watch. I, I, I,
6: oh, I do. Ben I watch. got a couple I guys watch. lurking and creeping. He I'm in and out of the non-majors. The yeah. Like,
5: if it's a major tournament, I'm watching Thursday to Sunday every day. But the the, the, the tournaments that aren't like the Masters in the U.S. and the Open and, uh, you know, the U.S. Open uh just tune in and out but uh, i do pay, pay attention I, I'm, I got bets on it so I got to pay attention uh he's on this week um Pendrith and Svensson, two canadians 30 to 1 vegas 35 to 1 and also that first round leader cam mentioned he says specifically my golf guy take him in the first round so he, he's with you there with Cam. One, like Jonathan or vegas no, jonathan vegas yeah okay jonathan yeah. vegas to get off to a hot start jt Poston 35 uh robbie shelton 40 to 1 hayden buckley 45 to 1 Ben on 50 to 1 uh danny willett 60 to 1 uh ryan palmer dicted the golf 60 to 1 uh evr 80 to 1 uh for uh, him sam stevens 100 to 1 and two long shots Call one hundred and fifty to one, and Andrew Novak one hundred and fifty to one.
1: Wow,
6: got some long shots here. He sure does. Yep. He, we have a couple of the same guys, but man, it's weird. Usually, your golf guy gets better numbers. The early bird catches the worm. I got Ben on at sixty five when it first came out. He's been bet down, and Hayden Buckley at fifty five. But we have a few of the same.
5: That right, very good. Let's hopefully that's a good thing. <laughs>
3: He's the best. He's, yes. For the for the uh, the radio audience I'm shaking my head. Yes! <laughs> people, people on the video can see me, but yeah, it is what it is. Ah, yes. The wicked Wednesday. This is portrayed, bring it. <laughs>
4: and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
0: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
6: So so what do I do, just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. But why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun. We're having fun. Look, it went further than your ball.
3: 75-67, Boise State. There's a minute and 11 seconds left in this basketball game. I need Sheriff Lobo to keep the pursuit alive because I've got in-game over 148 and a half. So what are we at now? Uh, we're at 142. So I need uh, seven more points. With a minute, 11 seconds left. We're looking to close this parlay out tonight too with Boise State. Um, so hopefully Boise State hangs on to the lead and this game goes over the number. It should get there. They just hit a free throw. We'll keep you up to date as far as the uh, last college basketball game of the night is concerned. NBA is back uh, tomorrow night with a full slate of games, including the Celtics, Pacers, Nuggets, Caps, Pistons, Magic, Grizzlies, Sixers, Pelicans, Raptors, Spurs, Mavericks, Thunder, Jazz, Warriors, and the Lakers, and the Portland Trailblazers, and Light the Beam, Sacramento Kings. All right, so we're talking golf right now. Cam, just give us a bunch of picks. Um, Babano. Unroll, unleashed his golf guys picks. Ghoster steps up and in in our chat and is going with uh, Min Woo Lee, twenty-five to one. Thomas uh, Detry, forty to one. J.T. Poston forty to one. Svenson, he's got Svenson at forty-five to one. Uh, Ghoster, Captain Kirk thirty-eight to one. Commissioner Gordon sixty-six to one, and uh, all first round leaders as well. What do you think of his uh picks, Cam? Anybody uh well you know what, you're on Kirk.
6: Damn good. Uh, I, I like Kirk uh, as well. Kirk. You're on Svensson. I got Kirk, I got Svensson, I got Dietrich, and I have Commissioner Gordon in in a matchup and top 20, so me and uh, Gogster, if he does well, uh, the only guy I really don't have, I don't have Minwoo Lee, who I'm very scared, I can't bet everybody, but out of the chalk, I think he could be dangerous, very, very good player on the Euro Tour, Uh, he'll have a lot of fun this week not having to deal with the likes of Justin Thomas, Scheifele, all these other guys, uh, the Florida guys, so Minwoo Lee could come in here and do some damage as we've talked about european players have had success at the honda due to the wins a lot of them are very good win players
3: 10 of the last 16 winners have been international players at this tournament very challenging course um you know the the, the weather changes throughout the uh the, the tournament as well so my picks are to win the tournament denny mccarthy adam svensson taylor Pendrith, and um captain kirk Captain Kirk, Chris Kirk. Love it. So I've got four guys to win. McCarthy, Svensson, Pendrith, and Kirk. Top 20, kind of the same thing, to be honest. I've got Chris Kirk at plus 160. Denny McCarthy at plus 160. Adam Svensson at plus uh, 210. Hayden Buckley, plus 240 to be uh, top 20. I think that's a great bet, guys. The the Hayden Buckley. Plus 240, and yeah. I don't want to bet on too many guys, but he is 55-1, to 1, so I can sprinkle on Hayden Buckley to win, too. If I like him top 20, I better bet him to win. That'd be stupid not to. <laughs> that 20
6: bucks gets you 2100 It's well
3: worth the bet. The Taylor Pendrith is sort of a gut feel. I think, he, you know what I mean, he's he, you know, he can play well. He's going to be in the mix. He's going to win. I don't know. I just he sort of, you know, when I looked at the screen, I was like, you know what, Pendrith catches my eye a lot. Svensson is just playing great golf. Denny McCarthy's game is just suited for this. Same Mm -hmm. thing with Kirk. Kirk's game is suited, and he's in great current form. And all these top 20 prices, all nice plus monies as well. So basically out of the five of them with Chris Kirk plus 160, McCarthy plus 160, uh, Svensson plus 210, Pendrith plus 170, and Hayden Buckley plus 240. You forgot one, Lencie.
6: The gringo bad tipper, Matt Kuchar, plus 140.
3: Yeah, I didn't add Kuchar. Yeah. Now I'm getting oh, yeah, carried yeah, away. Yeah. Now
6: my portfolio is getting big. <laughs> yeah, now you're like me, an almost babanos golf guy. Gets bigger.
3: Yeah, but this course is perfect for Kuchar, too. No long bombers. Yeah. The the young guys aren't here to get in his way. He is exactly. a great systematic player, Cam. like,
5: Kuchar, yeah. There are, Kuchar. actually. He's going to be good. He played well last week. I did. I never mentioned this when I'm on with you guys, but he always lists the, the the cut. You know, he's got the golfers that didn't make make the cut for his card. Yeah. And he always lists them every week in the email. And he lists them all. I'll rhyme those off the ones he didn't bet, but he would lean with. They missed the cut. Bramlett, 55 to one. Straka, 55 to one. Aaron Rye, 55 to one. SH Kim, 70 to one. Uh, those are the, like those, those
6: those the, the golf. Watch out so for Rye bread. He's got, he's so by got the that best angle. driver of the golf ball.
3: No, I don't mind that angle, though, that he takes there, Rabano, of betting against, like, good guys to to, to miss the cut. Because mm-hmm. you're getting big odds, right? And some of these guys yeah. do choke Cam and just don't. You know what I mean? They have a bad week. It is what it is. Happens every, <laughs> you
6: know? Happens every he week. Happens every week. He did agreement we'll with what Cam did
5: Mike, Mike. My golf guy said Minwoo Lee, you know, if the price was better, he would have been on Minwoo Lee. But my golf guy said 25 to 1, uh-uh, just not the price. He doesn't bet the, the top favorites. You're not going to see Rahm and McIlroy and guys like that on his card. He's looking at, you know, 30 to 1 or better for the most part. Well, here's part the thing,
6: league. Gabe, and just for if, if anybody's new to the show, and I just think this is important, and Blessing used to tell me this a long time ago, you take the guys at like 35, 40, you sprinkle on a couple of them and a couple of medium bombs, and then if your guy doesn't come out of the gate, you could take those guys over the weekend, you know what I mean? Like your portfolio. It can't happen every tournament, but say three or four guys separate themselves from the pack, and you have a few of them, right? You could take Lowry at 12-1 to 1 or something like along those lines, right? Like it's good to put a couple guys that you like, like the way you do it, Marency, three or four solid guys, and then you look at the money that you're spreading around, and then you could be in a hedge situation or a live bet yeah. situation come Saturday and Sunday. That's the way to play it.
3: But... Well, when there's like 137 guys in the field, though, yeah, yeah, I know there isn't this week. How many guys are in this field? Doesn't oh, seem lot. to be that big. Is there like how many uh, guys? I think there's about 126, 120?
6: 132. Yeah, it's a lot of guys. Yeah, that's Still what I'm saying.
3: So it's like, all right, you're like, oh, I'll take this guy and that guy, but it's almost like buying more lottery tickets and thinking you have a better chance. No, you're, no at one point. No, just
6: just just to counteract that point, you could only do it when there's a space. Do you know what I mean? Like say six say 16 guys are within two strokes. You're going to have to pick yeah. a guy and that's like a lottery. But if you have guys that are let's just say we have guys that are 16, 15 and the next pack around 11, we have strokes to play with. You know what I mean? And you get those that's when you can start to do it. But you're right. You can't take everybody and their mother. Or you're just taking away from your uh, profits if you hit the winner.
3: All right. Honda Classic. Yeah. Um, so it's to a recap, top 20. Chris Kirk We'll throw Matt Coocher in there. Chris Kirk Matt Coocher, Chris Kirk plus 160 Matt Kocher plus 140 Den McCarthy plus 160. Adams Svensson plus 210. Taylor Pendrith plus 170 Hayden Buckley plus 240 and to win McCarthy Svenson, Pendrith Kirk Buckley. If one of these guys wins, you know it'll be all right.
6: yep for sure.
3: I'm not going crazy with any of these, uh, you know, I'll put 10, 20 bucks on this stuff. I'm going to, I'll put more on the top, uh, I'll put more on the top 20s.
6: Exactly. That's the way you do it, Marenzi. You know, only one guy wins the golf tournament. So, for me, I usually go 20 to 40. If I really like a guy, I'll go like 50, 60. But that's the way I roll. Svensson, 30. Kirk, 33. Dietrich, 45. Moronk, 50. Buckley 55, Ben on 65, and me and you basically have all those guys, including Matt Kuchar, for top 20s too.
3: I don't know where Bob in Vermont is. Um, I thought Bob was going to call with his picks tonight. He was in our chat the other night asking if he could call on Wednesday with his picks, and I always look forward to his uh, mispronunciations of the golfer's names. But uh, no Bob in Vermont this evening. All right, uh, Cam? Uh, Good stuff. You want to wrap it up uh, with any other uh, best bets you want to share with people on the way out?
6: Oh, yeah, no, I'll just give you my first-round leaders, guys. This tournament tees off, so when Marinci's, uh doing his XFL research and finally lays down his head on the pillow at 6 a.m., they're going to be teeing off. Here are the guys' first round. We're not in California anymore. Early start time. Kirk, first-round leader, 40. Wise Chips, 40. Uh, Will Gordon, 55. Johnny Vegas, 50. And Eric Von Ruin, rolly fingers, mustache, pants too tight, 80. You like
3: that though. This is better for you on the East Coast, Cam. You wake up and there's like results are starting to
5: come in already.
6: Exactly. I get excited already. I look at my phone and go, "Here we go." There's guys on the course. I like the East Coast. Whereas when
5: it's California and Hawaii, you get antsy. It's like, "Come on, start already." Yeah, no, going- and golf channel right? starts yeah. at
6: four o'clock. They do a two-hour, three-hour pregame yeah. show. I'm like, "Wow, great! My guys are on hole 16. Excellent." Like, start this thing earlier, guys. You're you're called a channel for one sport. Like, do better. I'm not for this pregame stuff. Like, start. Showing tournaments more. Anyway, I'm not going to get into it. It's ridiculous. They don't, <laughs> they don't, they don't have Golf rights. channel
5: can be better. Yeah.
6: Yeah, they do. And, uh, they, they they go. They put it on ESPN Plus now, but not everybody has that stuff, right? So anyway, I got you're yep. right, so I just sorry, I just got a problem. I got a lot of first round matchup bets and stuff. The you Biggest win issue wins, I right? had with the Masters
5: for years. You couldn't get live third round coverage until 3:30 Eastern time at the Masters yeah. for years and years. It was like that. That's I, I was, made me so mad. Yeah. Yeah,
3: bitching, uh, bitching about the Golf Channel not having more rights is like saying uh, Sports Grid should air more NFL football games. <laughs> it's not quite. But yeah, I, uh, I don't know if it's that
6: bad, but I get you. you I, I, need, I get your drift. Yeah, you kind of need <laughs> I the
3: Like you kind of need yeah, nah. rights to like. Oh, no, you know I get I
6: mean? it. I get it. ESPN Plus, they do the early coverage. I just, you know what I mean, though, Morenzi It's frustrating with the the old uh, Super pregame show. It's just like at least they should do more cut-ins. Anyway, I'm not the producer. I just bet on golf. <laughs>
3: There will be a, um, and this is a good idea actually. They've got to come up with more ideas. The PGA, so uh, a mixed event is coming for the PGA and the LPGA yeah. tours to feature 16 teams and a four million dollar purse. Although I got to tie you, four million sounds like not a lot by golf standards. Like seriously, you got yeah. 16 teams for four million dollars? Like come on, they got to do a better Isn't job. Isn't it hilarious
5: that? LIV, LIV rolls around, and now all of a sudden PGA wants to do all this cool, unique stuff—new events, new ideas, new concepts. just amazing.
3: Yeah, well, well L- in the past, well, they've they've always there's been events and stuff like this. They clearly have taken notice um, from 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 LIV from the Live uh, the Live Tour, but. This is a good idea. Remember, they had uh, Anasaurstum and uh, and Tiger played. Yep, Yeah. There's, you know, there's been, it too. Yeah, there's been some of these type of events in the past uh, before, but to me, they should add, uh, they should have more money uh, involved. Four million's just yep. not enough, I don't think, to get people really. And as interested. I said.
6: As we said on the show today, if, if you're going to screw Honda, and these guys aren't sponsoring, make it like a three-tournament fun swing. You have the California Waste Management in Arizona, and then you have, like, a I told you, Marenzi, like a, a Bush Light or whatever thing. You know you know what I'm talking about. You do the two or three tournaments where the Rowdies get together, and that's the time of the year where you get nuts and get the fans involved. That's If I'm in the boardroom, that's what I'm talking about. Fun sponsor.
3: Yeah, the PGA. They should it's kind of strange that they next to their majors, the tournament that's like the, the fans like the most and the media talks about the most and younger people get involved with. Cause that's the thing, like that whole stadium stuff in Arizona, it's basically just like a big frat party, right? Yeah. It's not like older golf fans are out there running running on the golf course at four in the morning to get there. True. So Ranger Redhead, Cam Stewart, we'll see you tomorrow, Cam. You got it, guys. Have a good one. We'll give a battles, XFL picks, NHL and more. This is Sports Rage. Bring it.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
3: Thanks to the Ranger Redhead, Camp Store for kicking with us. He'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock Eastern on Game Time Decisions. We'll get you caught up to date with how these uh, bets went. Ian Cameron will rejoin us in a moment uh, as well on the other side. Interesting, as Babano brought up the, uh, the PGA, there's no doubt the PGA has taken note of, of the Live Tour. And, um, and uh, well, listen, Rory, Rory and Tiger have their new venture coming, and that's going to be a shot in the arm for golf you have the netflix series a lot of stuff going on with golf right now you know what rivalries are good it's like wrestling right rivalries are good for business but there's a bit massive development in this in which you know in today's day and age i'll tell you something in today's society people can't look at two sides of anything they have to take a side for whatever reason it's either blue or red black or white like this you know what i mean like the sky is black at night no it isn't fakeness was right, like uh, everything no one can just say you know and what do I, what do I always say two things can be right and wrong at the same time the live tour is a greedy exhibition of a bunch of soulless heartless you know just it's a useless waste of time golf tour. That's being put on by Saudi Arabia, who's just trying to buy everything and just, you know, it's like a sport. It's like a takeover of everything, but they do it through sport. They start whatever. Like, you know, they're they're a big sham and uh, nobody cares about it. And at the same point in time, the PGA, you don't own these golfers. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, the PGA crying and stuff and all this, I don't know, put on better events, make more money, pay them more money. You know what I mean? Like, they're independent contractors. If a golfer doesn't do well, he's not making money. So you can't tell the guy, well, you can't go here and do this. I understand you can't do this and that. You can't, like, play on every tour. I totally get that. But I think they're both just annoying. I think the PGA should shut up and just do a better job of their own tour so players don't want to leave. And uh, the live tour, whatever. I don't give a crap about the live tour. I don't bet it. I don't watch it. I don't care about it.
4: See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
5: When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice.
4: Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac?